and welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, the podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm your host, Andrew Kreider, Associate Editor of Cargo Facts. And I'm Robert Luke, Associate Editor at Cargo Facts as well. And I'm Jeff Lee, Editor of Cargo Facts. The editorial team has just returned home from Dubai, where we hosted CargoFax EMEA 2022. It was a fantastic week full of insightful contributions from the industry's leading experts and thought leaders. Robert, this was our first CargoFax EMEA together as new editors on the CargoFax team. What were your biggest takeaways from the week? Hey, I I just want to say it was in a fantastic event that was well put together had a blast finally getting to meet the team face to face post pandemic uh great interaction i learned that wide body conversions will continue for years to come cargo growth is estimated at 3.3 percent over the next 20 years that's amazing 737 next gens grew by 50 units and the a300 boeing 767s dominate the medium wide body market for now but that airbus a330 is rapidly on the rise i also found out uh attending this wonderful event that 22 to 23 percent of the wide bodies have been slated for freighter conversions on some other news astral aviation expects to grow its fleet and told us that it will be adding a330 p2fs to the actual current operations that they are expanding on right now they are also still considering some A321s, but they are just basically looking forward to taking the A330s as they confirmed it at the EMEA and also are looking forward to growing their operational network as they move forward. Ethiopian Airlines anticipates more growth within the freighter fleet in both the narrow and wide body aircraft as well. What I also loved was that the passenger freighter aircraft, something Jeff will get a kick out of, will cease to serve the European markets by the end of July. Ethiopian Airlines intends to continue operating their passenger freighters well until the next year before they cease operations with them entirely. On another note, the increase in fuel prices were discussed and the general consensus amongst operators, lessors, and manufacturers is that the price per barrel will not decrease to pandemic levels, but will continue to rise and that operators must accept that as a reality and adjust to the continued increase in fuel price. Airbus, we were glad to have them. We're really excited to introduce the A320 P2F aircraft and present it Astral Aviation, its launch customer, with an official model replica. Airbus indicated that there are over 5,000 A320s in operation globally and that those aircraft will provi provide plenty of feedstock for the P2F conversion lifecycle. So I'm really looking forward to taking all of this news and expanding on it. But from here, I'll pass it on over to Jeff, who has some exciting news for you to discuss and talk about as well. Well, for me, one of the highlights was the uh, fireside chat we had with uh, Rich Greener, head of cargo at Aircap, um, given that, that they are now the largest lessor overall. Um, and they're also involved in the 777-300ERSF conversion as a co-investor. And on that particular program, uh, Rich said that uh, they've now bagged 50 aircraft um, in terms of orders and, and commitments. And I think that's that just speaks to, to how exciting the large wide body market is. Um, as we know, we have production aircraft, 
from both Airbus and Boeing. And of course, we have three triple seven three hundred um, conversion programs. And the fact that they've reached the, the fifty aircraft milestone is is noteworthy. Um, and given how just how many triple seven three hundred ERs there are out there, um, you know, I think we'll see many, many more. Um, and and we already know about some of these um, uh, customers that have ordered or committed to the triple seven three hundred ERSF, but um, we will, I guess, we will soon find out about more of these new, whether they're new customers, new freighter operators, or or existing airlines. Um, but we look forward to seeing those. But um, actually, this week, outside of the event, there were more triple seven news because Mammoth Freighters has now announced a deal with Saudia for seven triple seven conversions with five options. And as part of that deal, they are launching a conversion site in Jeddah um, to carry out these conversions. Um, as well, we have a seven aircraft order from Lufthansa for the new 777-AF, um, which is exciting. That will take their, that will expand their all triple seven freighter fleet. Um, and apart from that, they've also ordered two more new 777-Fs from Boeing, and they said they'll be acquiring a 777-F from, from elsewhere. So there's a lot of movement. Um, there's been a lot of movement this week on the large uh, wide body segment and particularly with 777s. You know, they say the easiest way and the best way to adjust to jet lag in a new time zone is by not sleeping at all the first few nights. And I want to thank the air cargo industry for making it very easy to accomplish that goal. It has certainly been a very, very busy week in news. I want to give everyone a quick rundown of all of the news that occurred outside of EMEA. First off, Ice Lease uh, purchased their first A321 that it expects to convert with 321 precision conversions in the fourth quarter of 2023. Uh, we also saw GIG Group, a Nigerian-based logistics company, create its the GIG Aviation with the purchase of two ATR 72500s. Turboprop stories, which are one of my personal favorites, don't stop there. Uh, a story that we hope to be following up on shortly will be Ameriflight, a Texas-based company which will be acquiring 15 Saab 340Bs from JetLease, as well as even more news out of South America, uh, converting to the Embraer e-jet conversion program with Nordic Aviation Capital entering an agreement with Embraer to become the launch customer of the manufacturer's new E-190 and E-195F freighter conversion programs with the purchase of 10 slots. Those first deliveries are expected in 2024. And finally, going all the way back around the world to uh, Bahrain, we have Texel Air has topped up its order of 737-800 BCFs with the two additional conversions. And this is just after Texel Air took redelivery of its first 737-800 BCF in December of 2021. Now, Texel was present at this year's EMEA, and they gave us a 
few notes of insight on their fleet and their fleet plans during our narrowbody panel. Like one thing that I thought was very interesting was that they've upgraded their aircraft with the Collins EPS 3600, and that's going to enhance their fleet's visual system to allow them to enter into new and more challenging airfields that will give their fleet with hopefully uh, more reliability. Um, I think that that type of tech news is really special and insightful, and it's the type of stuff that you can only get in person at CargoFax. Um, our next in-person event will be CargoFax Symposium. 2022, which occurs October 19th through 21st at the Intercontinental San Diego. I hope to see everyone there to have more insights like that. And that finally is all we have time for today. Um, I want to give a special shout out to the team at Airbus who managed to me at this last year. EMEA that they listen to the podcast. So um, shout out to the Airbus team. I want to thank all of those who are listening. Thank you for tuning in to CargoFax Connect. For more multimedia content like this, check out CargoFax.com and search CargoFax Connect on iTunes and Spotify. Join us again next time.